0: the let's talk leadership podcast my name's ellie greenie and my name's sandra patel stewart on this podcast we will be interviewing some of the uk's greatest tech leaders we'll be discussing war stories battle scars and their learnings from their journeys hopefully you will pick up some great tips learn from others experiences
1: and have a good laugh along the way <music>
0: Hi everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in to Let's Talk Leadership. Uh, We're really pleased today because we've got the amazing Andy Burton on. Hello Andy. How are you? You right.
2: Hi there. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks.
0: (laughs) So lovely to have Andy on. Um, Andy is the CTO at The Very Group, who are the UK's biggest integrated digital retailer. Um, And as part of the group, there's so many different aspects isn't there with Very?
2: Yeah, there is. I mean, it's a you know, it's a really interesting story. It's a company that's been around 100 years, mm-hmm. um, and it's really transformed itself over the last 10, 15 years. So, you know, you, a lot of people might remember Littlewoods department stores yeah. and the catalogs, mm-hmm. like my mum used to have a K's catalog and a yeah. Grant's catalog and all those. So that was all these businesses we've brought together. We've taken it online, before my time it wasn't me, but we've taken it all online. Mm-hmm. So it's a pure play online retailer now, um, but it's fs back, So a lot of our customers... Um, use buy now pay later interest free credit to spread the payment for Great. Uh, for the products
0: amazing fantastic so it would be fantastic then if we could start the podcast today by finding a little bit about your current role and what you're doing at very at the moment yes
2: yeah, so i'm chief technology officer mm-hmm. um so big company you know kind of two billion quid revenue five million customers nearly uh, in the uk and ireland um Big online retailer, so ninety percent of sales are done through mobile. And we sell everything, you know, an online department store, multi category so from from fashion to beauty to electrical, etc. Household. Um so there's a lot of really interesting... I've been there nine months now. A lot Fantastic. of really interesting things that I'm learning as I go. So you the whole supply chain, we just talked a moment ago about coronavirus and the difficulty of getting physical goods out of China into yes. the UK. So we've got, you know, the whole Supply chain, we've got logistics and fulfillment centers and mm-hmm. technology behind that. So some really cool stuff going on there, automated warehouses. Uh, and then, of course, the yeah, the front end, the stuff that customers use. So the, the mobile app uh, and the whole customer experience, digital customer experience. So technology across all of that. And we're going through a big transformation to really um, get a lot more digital on the inside. So you know we are a pure online operator, mm-hmm. but um, some of the back office stuff and some of the ways of working with transforming that to, be, to go a lot faster basically be a lot more agile.
0: Brilliant amazing so it sounds like you're having a great time at Very then and you've obviously been nine months within the business but how did you get to where you are today?
2: <laughs> uh, over a long period of time so, I, <laughs> so I've been doing this stuff for a long time <laughs> uh, so I guess I started off as a, as a developer mm. or analyst programmer actually as you call it in the days because yes. we didn't have specialists we'd have BAs and testers mm-hmm. and different roles had people I actually
0: with, just had the same conversation about two hours ago with a with another person in my network and they were saying I was an analyst programmer and back then it was a combined role. Yeah and, yeah yeah so for
1: analyst programmers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah it's funny. and you know in some ways it's it's gone full circle in some ways. You know, we do have specialism around software engineering, test engineering, DevOps engineering mm. in particular, but you know we've and a lot of the stuff I did at Sky Betting and Gaming before very we, you know, really sort of blurred lines and con- consolidated those roles. So, you know, not necessarily having a product owner and the BA and yeah. a scrum master. You know, you don't need three people treading on each of his toes. Mm. Let's kind of collapse some of those roles. Make sure we've got the right people mm. uh, and, you know, let them get on with it, basically.
0: Yeah. Amazing. So you started off, what, what language is you used to programming?
2: Oh, wow. So stuff, um, stuff that is still used, but not much. So things, mainframes, big mainframes, big... Iron, uh, things that the programming languages like COBOL, and things great. like that. Um, and I did, you know, so I was a software developer, amateur mm-hmm. programmer, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> for, you know, probably the first, first 10 years nearly. Mm. Um, a lot of financial services companies mm-hmm. I worked with in those days. And then as we got towards the end of the 90s, and uh, I joined KPMG at that point, And that was great because oh, great. I, I moved from very, you know, very hands on technical roles. So I wanted to get more commercial, and that was a great opportunity to to do that as a tech consultant. So, mm-hmm. And just at that time, just at the end of the, you know, as we approached Millennium, lots of companies wanted to get on the internet for the first time. They didn't really know how to do it. They were all scared of security and they didn't really know how to go about doing it. So that's where we came in to really help get... Startups up and running or start some of the digital transformations that big established companies were trying to and do that's at that like point. KPMG. Yeah, yeah. So had, it needs as well. Uh, so my office was in Leeds but I was never here.
0: Oh, <laughs> all over <Okay>. the place. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was all over the place. And and actually that's why I left. So despite mm. working on some fantastic things like the launch of Virgin Mobile and, and lots, oh, of great, wow. lots of great lots of great yeah. jobs there. Um at that point, I was working in Paris five days a week. I've got three kids yeah. back here in Leeds under the age Whoa. of two. Oh, I <laughs> can so imagine w- you weren't really like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't working too well <laughs> for us, as you can imagine. So, at that point, um, I joined FreeServe, and that was a fantastic uh, Leeds-based oh, business. Impressive. So, yeah, yeah, so we came out of Planet Online. You might remember before Energis. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, local Pete Wilkinson, local entrepreneur, um, got the whole thing up and running. Reserve, great idea. You know, again, Yorkshire, Yorkshire men that kind of came up with the idea, yeah. uh, and we had a tech base here in Leeds, mm. um, and that was, you know, early part of this century, and we're doing all sorts of things that didn't really have names, things that you call social media now, for example. Yeah, um, E-commerce was just really starting to take off, and the whole portals business um, was really growing quickly, so we did doing lots of new stuff. Running very fast, breaking things quite often, <laughs> um, and working out how to do it as we went, and it's great fun. I learned Led a huge amount way. from that. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then uh, over a period of time, that uh, got integrated into Orange. I left. I spent a bit of time at a startup trying to get that going, and then I joined uh, this tiny little company called Sky and Gaming, which was based in Harrogate in 2009. And At that point, it was you know it's a tech team of about 30 people. Um, oh, we're wow. making it was, it was very small. We're making about five million quid a year profit. Um, And what we did, but we got a great, great leader uh, in Richard Flint, who was the CEO at that Mm -hmm. point. Uh, I joined as effectively as chief technology officer there. And we got a lot of ambition to really grow the business. So that's exactly what we did. We moved to Leeds in 2010. From that point, we didn't really look back. Um, The reason we moved to Leeds was all about talent attraction and Mm -hmm. being able to have that that culture that we wanted to be a tech-led business. And that's exactly what happened. So over the next sort of, Eight years or so, we went from the thirty mm-hmm. tech people to about not far off a thousand a tech product talent, UX. <laughs> yeah, I've had loads of loads of people <laughs> tech leaders from other businesses uh, been quite unhappy with me about that. But
0: you know, I Take think lots of mucky looks. walking Yeah. Over again. <laughs> well, you do
2: what you do, you know. And it's a ball about creating a tech culture, really. You know, at the end day, uh, we had to learn how to do that. As we, you know, we created about a thousand tech jobs here in Leeds, mm-hmm. which is you yeah, know fantastic. a great thing for the region, and yeah. that's. That's really helped the whole ecosystem. I think um, we're only part of it. I'm not saying you know we haven't done that all by ourselves, of course, but it's it's not just created new jobs, but it's also created an ecosystem around that that just didn't really exist that much here ten years ago. So so that was a huge learning experience for me as you scale from you know thirty to you know eight nine hundred. You know you've got more and more customers to look after. You've got more and more. Um, the traffic on the website, you know, on the app, as we, went, as we moved to mobile in the first case, and just scaling the whole business up was a yeah, massive challenge, massive tech challenge, and, and a massive leadership challenge, and I learned a huge amount through doing that.
0: I can imagine, and I bet in your wildest dreams, when you were back being ambitious over in Harrogate at an office full of 30 people, did you ever expect to get to where... And gaming
2: is today. No, we didn't, and and you know I think one of the things about that is we we exactly we didn't do that we didn't think how big do we want to be or yeah. how big are we going to be mm-hmm. we just what we did was think about you know how do we put the customer at the heart of what we're doing um, how do we just make sure that we're doing the best thing for the customers yeah. and then and the success followed from that
1: mindset so, really what do you think were the three most important skills that. That kind of got you to that, led you to that point, and, and to where you are now, and you know, obviously, a very successful leader within the tech industry.
2: Yeah, it's a good question. I think, without doubt, there's something. There's a really important thing. You've got to get stuff done. <laughs> you've got <laughs> to make things happen. You've got to make important things happen. You know, you know that can mean anything. It can be it can be landing a big program that you need to do. It can be starting, uh, you know, launching a new country. It can be anything. But mm. you've got to be delivering those big important things. Business priorities so that's first and foremost you've got to be able to get stuff done um i think there's definitely a thing about adapting and learning as you go and you know especially these days you know the rate of change is just getting faster and faster if i think back to you know when i was doing COBOL mainframe stuff in the late 80s the rate of change then was just like glacial really compared with, you know it's just getting faster and faster yeah. and it's not going to can't never anymore down. Can you? so you, you've got to you know all the businesses that have disappeared because yeah. they just took their eye off the ball yeah. Uh, yeah. you know you've got to make sure that you're not the next one that means you've got to be constantly learning you've got to be constantly adapting um you know and improving what you're doing so that's really key that kind of constant learning uh, and moving forwards uh if i was to pick a third one um what a pick what was the question it's been successful I think there's definitely something about it's all about the people side of things this is probably I yeah. should have put this in first to think about it so <laughs> yeah and I'm not saying by the way I'm not saying that I've got all these things right but people I see do this that are great leaders have these things so it's about a high degree of EQ it's about you know you've got to be able to build relationships at all levels because lead, for me leadership it's about it's about leading people through change you know that Ad- adapting thing as the whole world and is moving around us, and there's new risks and new opportunities. You know, we've got to pay, take people, and you know, people don't always want to be led yeah. through change, so it's about <laughs> creating a compelling vision of where you're going, it's about getting people excited about that, and getting people comfortable with constantly changing it's about and moving.
1: People with you through the journey, as well, isn't it? And, and people's people is everything in any, any business without people and good people. You've, what have you got? You haven't.
2: Hundred percent, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you know, that's one of the things I've learned over the over the years. When I went back to the early days, when I was kind of head down as a programmer, um, yeah, I didn't worry about stuff like that. I was more interested in solving hard problems, coding mm, problems. Yeah, yeah. But you know, leadership is about that, and it's not just your own teams. It's the you know, as a as a CTO, being on the board at the very group, I got to make sure that uh, you know, I got really rock solid relationships with the rest of the exec. That oh. you know, so they understand. I understand their business they understand where we're going from a tech point of view and we're all joined up and on on the same page
1: Cool. Fantastic. so along the way i should imagine you've um, experienced some a number of um war stories and you've gained some battle scars that i'm sure our listeners would love to hear about <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've certainly got loads of those <laughs> um
2: probably the one the Probably the one that I'd describe as my worst day in the office ever <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> was, uh, was when I was at the Sky Beth and Gaming, actually. Um, and so this was, it was Boxing, I remember it well, it was Boxing Day 2014, and so it should have been the busiest day of the year, or one of the busiest days of the year anyway. Um, there's lots of football on, yeah. of sports racing, etc. And we've been growing really strongly, we've got really good momentum, uh, and so we're all going into it very excited, lots mm-hmm. of offers, promos, etc. And uh, we thought we were in good shape from a tech point of view we get to just before three o'clock when football kicks off and I get the first text saying, we've got a problem. And I, was, I remember so it was Boxing Day, I was at my parents, yeah. we were having Boxing Day dinner yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's like, I'm just going to have to go and stand outside a minute and uh, try and get a signal actually. But um, so, what we, so what happened was we had a massive outage, we were down all afternoon, literally lost millions of pounds of revenue um, and it was all my fault, right? As a CTO, it's entirely my fault, you know, and I took responsibility for that. Um, and the reason for that, the reason it happened, it took us quite a while to piece it together. Mm. And, you know, when we kind of, you know, got a really great team um, of people at Sky and Gaming digging into it. And what we, what we found out was was one specific um, problem and it just had this massive cascading effect. So really it should have impacted, you know, just one product. And what happened was it took down the entire business. And we, that was a massive wake up call for us. It, we kind of realized that we've been charging ahead trying to get new customer stuff out, new yeah. product features all the time. And we hadn't been taking care of tech debt. And that's you know, it's just a, we had to what we had to do at that point was I had to convince the rest of the exec and it wasn't very hard after what had happened. I had to convince them that we're gonna just have to stop or pause for a bit on the new stuff, the new shiny yeah. stuff. We're gonna have yeah. to go back and really fix the basics. Go back to basics. And you know, there's a whole bunch yeah. of things we had to do, you know, different design patterns so that when you know one one thing fails it doesn't impact other yeah. services and so on, but we had quite a period of time where we had to just fix the go back to basics and fix all that and it was a big it was a big wake up point for us as a business. Mm-hmm. we realized that you, you can't just keep doing the new stuff you've got to get the balance and you can't have a kind of a knee jerk reaction fix the basics yeah. and then full speed ahead it's, yeah. it's forever you've got to be thinking about, it's
1: about not becoming complacent as well isn't yeah it? totally and, yeah. and you,
2: you've got to stay focused on it so I, I think about um, when I talk i think about you know, this kind of hierarchy of needs. If you imagine a pyramid, at nice. the bottom you've got um, security, right? So that's got to be front of mind for any tech business. If you're losing customer data, yeah. you, you've got a big problem, right? <laughs> so you've got to make sure you've got that sorted. After that, th- I think about stability. Clearly the products and services just need to work all the time. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of, as you work up the pyramid, it's it's velocity. So it's about getting new stuff out really quickly. And then at a peak, it's it's about proper innovation, disruptive innovation. And you have to work your way up that pyramid, and the, the goal for me, as far as I'm concerned, is getting a velocity in the innovation whilst maintaining stability and security. So you don't so go fast without breaking things. Mm-hmm. And that was the sort of thing that we went through as a company that we learned together.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you learned a lot that day, and it must be, it must be tough. I'm sure probably <laughs> could thinking about ear, it now. I can smile about it now. I wasn't smiling then. <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine. And it's tough, isn't it, I think, because a lot of organisations, and this is a learning curve for a lot of people, they're quite easy to get wrapped up in the innovation and the disruptive technologies, like you say. Well, yeah. Success. It's all exactly new and exciting, isn't it? And yeah. You do,
2: yeah. It is, and at the end of the day, you need that. But more important than that, you need things to work, and you need to be looking after your customers' data. Mm, You've yeah. got to get the basics right
0: definitely and it sounds like that day you learned a lot personally but as a leader what do you think gave you grit
2: there's definitely a thing about resilience you got you know you need resilience because it doesn't always go well that was a classic example of, yeah. of when it doesn't go well it
0: must have been tough to, that i mean you took the ownership so well speaking back then but that's still even now that must have been such a tough Tough talk, yeah it
2: was and yeah. yeah we had a difficult period it, you know just a bit of a period it was, that was the sort of the worst point I said yeah. that was my worst day in the office uh, and we had a period after that where we had sort of other outages not not as major as that yeah. but we had a spell of, of instability and that was really tough you needed resilience you know first of all you got to show leadership you got to be involved in that situation you got to be there all over it so you know as I'm um, conference calls I was on Slack you know kind of all through I remember one night I got out for dinner in Leeds actually with my wife it was her birthday we're having a lovely meal and again oh, it's god. like oh my god what's happening now oh, no. <laughs> so we finished the dinner off back home and I spent literally all night until four o'clock in the morning on a call with a bunch of you know again great um, tech people from Skybet and Gaming and we were working through the problem together to fix it before it became a problem and that before it became a real problem the following day and it's that kind of commitment and loyalty that that you absolutely absolutely need.
0: Yeah, of course, people are so important, and they get the right team in place. Do you think it was anything like, I guess, in your childhood that gave you to push that for that? I
2: think um, I think there is something in that. Definitely, mm-hmm. I think I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I like. You might disagree, but I like to think of myself as a fairly sort of normal, grounded person. Yeah, my back, my background is very, well, I think, if it's normal. You know, my, my dad. You know. Um, uh, an engineer you know worked hard my mum four kids to bring up uh you know and she had a job as well so quite what I think was a normal background and I think um so you kind of get that and from your grandparents and from your peer group as well at that age you know I think that's all that's all part of what forms you um and I think you know it's it's important I got this thing about you know you need I kind of need those challenges I want those challenges I'm not the sort of person who's ever going to just kind of settle and you know go off and play golf all afternoon that's not what I'm about. I want the those challenges and that challenge can be about growing a new business it can be about people challenges it can yeah. be all sorts of things but you know, that's what keeps me um interested in you know
0: and it sounds like you've um grown a really great team at very obviously had a really strong team of stuff at sky and gaming and you've got a great team over in liverpool as well um what sort of three words do you think that the team would use to describe your leadership style
1: <laughs>
2: uh, what I can say on here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you in general. Um, I think um so. I think. Well, I know people. Mm. Yes, because one of the really important things about leadership and just generally is feedback loops. Back. If you haven't got those feedback loops, you, you don't know where you are. And I've mm. I've yeah. had I've learned. Yeah, this is something again that I've learned from people around me. So people that uh, when I was at Skybet there's a few people that would regularly they weren't even in technology team but they regularly come and ask me for feedback on how they were doing mm. which very few people do that um, yeah. for whatever reason and if you can actually cut through and make a point of doing that you know it's it's so much better and I've seen people the, the people that I'm thinking of now who did that when they were fairly junior in the career they'd get that feedback from a group of people they're now you know in really senior positions in Skybet <laughs> and gaming you know and there's no coincidence there yeah um, so uh, how do people think about, so focused is one which is a good thing and a bad thing you know it can if you're too far, too far um, yeah. it can be a bit bad but I think it's you know, I think people want that I think people need for me it's about mm-hmm. a big part of leadership is creating a, making sure you've got a sense of direction and creating or making sure you've got clarity mm. what I mean by that is as a leader you don't have to do it all yourself you just need to make sure these things exist mm. so comes It comes back to, have, comes back to the, um, the kind of team building ethos again and making sure you've got complementary skills and that, you know, the things that uh, my gaps, my blind spots, I need to make sure I've got people on the team with me who can compensate for that. Yeah. So, you know, make sure we've got a clear vision, mm-hmm. uh, make sure people understand it, mm-hmm. what the what and the why, the context is massively important. Um, I've forgotten what your question was now.
0: About how they describe you. Right, so focused. <laughs> Not waffly. <but> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Never waffly. Right, so focused. So, you know, that, I think that's part, a big part of it, um, being clear about what we're doing, where yeah. we're going, why we're doing it, et cetera, The and, journey and is such a big piece, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Mm. And, yeah. So um, there's that. I think i touched on it already. I think down to earth and low ego, that's certainly um, how I like to think of myself. Yeah. Um, You're definitely very approachable. Well, thank
0: you, I've not known you five minutes (laughs) and he's already taken the mick out of me for not knowing anything about football as well guys by the way (laughs) so I've
2: never actually heard anybody refer to that famous Merseyside football club as Liverpool United
0: (laughs) before (laughs) today
1: (laughs) oh well um, have you had a um, a coach or a mentor
2: yeah yeah I've had a few along the years um and I think that's a really a really good point and a really important point. And I think there's stuff you can do, you know, you can as a as a company or as an individual a y- individual, you can you can look for some big sort of scheme or you can just start stuff. And, you know, my mm-hmm. first example of a mentor was something that just kind of happened Over it came about. It's somebody who was I was quite junior in my career, and it was a fellow senior uh, manager in the business, and we were just chatting one time, and I, I just asked him what he thought about it. I didn't mm-hmm. wait for some HR scheme to come yeah. along and create a mentor yeah. programme, it's just me saying, what do you and think and about this, yeah, yeah. and and, it, and that actually worked really well, I learned quite a bit, and then it led to yeah, it led to sort of further progression in my career, so that that's the kind of starting point. And then I've done more formal things, so I had an exec coach when I was at Skybet, which was really useful so you know I kind of got to a certain level in my career and mm. and I think it's true for a lot of people you have to get through what got you there isn't necessarily what's going to help you keep progressing in your career
0: yeah so yeah,
2: being the world's best coder will, will not help me as a CTO in <laughs> any way whatsoever <laughs> um, it's much more about the other things I've been talking about about you know creating a strategy vision direction leading people through change getting people on board all those things
1: so who's your role model
2: my role model. I think um, uh, the risk of uh, embarrassing anybody, I'd say one person I've really learned a lot from is Richard Flint, who was my, he was my boss at SkyBet. Yeah. So, all the way through that journey, when I said we were in Harrogate and it's a tiny team, and I used to share a, a tiny little office with him at that point, we, we grew the business together uh, over that sort of nine year period. He was He was my boss and CEO of the mm-hmm. business throughout that whole period. And the reason that I say that is that um, I think for him as a good role model, it's if I think about his characteristics and, and just the way that he works. So again, very low ego, very non-political, certainly at work, you know, but it didn't let politics get in the way of things. It was all about doing the right thing for the customer and obsessing over the customer experience. Um, so he built a really good I think a really good leadership team around him uh, with, you know, complementary skills. But again, we didn't have any big... I've, I've worked a lot of places where you get these big o- egos. And on the one hand, it's great. It's like everyone knows when such and such is here. Mm. Uh, but sometimes it can just go too far went to and stop, um, Stop, you know, people working well together. Mm. So I think he did he did that really well, Richard. And, and he a also...
1: difference on the culture as well. Well, I was, was going to say, say that. Yeah. The culture
2: is a massive thing. And so he, you know, he... Um, Really inspired a lot of people to want to join and be part and stay in that business. You know, the tenure of people um, was yeah you know, much longer. People stayed in Sky <laughs> and Gaming and still do uh, much longer than they do on average. I think. You know, there's lots of people who joined the tech team soon after I joined who are still there eight years later, yeah, no, and it's really. because of that culture. And Richard was a massive part of that.
0: Cool, fantastic. So, what keeps you sane and healthy then <laughs> for this busy lifestyle, this busy job? You're trekking off to Liverpool during the week Um, how do you manage the stress of all of this
2: Um, I think I think uh, there's a few things actually there's some sort of practical stuff which helps so things like exercise massively important Um, so I try and do uh, you know I always do a bit of running like to do a bit of cycling get down gym when I can I used to do five side that's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit but see if we can get that going reunited yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah Um, so stuff like that I think you know <laughs> other important things you, you know diet you know that's really important you know <laughs> I'm here, so drinking lots of water <laughs> you know just,
1: you're off a pint
0: later yeah,
2: yeah yeah definitely that
0: also does help a little bit. no it does absolutely yeah, and that, yeah, 100% that really that's one of the great things
2: about I talked about um, the success of Skybet and the game and, mm. and the thing that really led to that was when we moved from Harrogate to Leeds, Harrogate's a great place but we, we weren't even in the centre, It's a bit outside Harrogate, we moved right into central Leeds and the, the remit when we, when we looked for a property here, an office here was no more than 10 minutes from the station so we wanted to be really central Yeah, and the reason for that was yes to attract talent mm. um, and you know, make sure that the great people stayed with us, but it's also that social thing, you know, so we had things like the five side pitch right next to the office, so that's a great thing for is. stress reduction yeah. and getting to know people. We had a bar right next to the office as well, mm-hmm. you know, so getting to know people over a drink after work, you know, that's all important stuff. It yeah. helps keep you sane, I think. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely.
0: Um, So, what about your legacy then? What do you want to leave
2: behind? Um, My legacy. So I think it, it's not you know, it's not like I want to come up with some amazing invention, or I've you know I've cured cancer. I mean, of course, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? But that's not going to happen. That's yeah. not really the stuff that drives me. It's more more personal things. So, I, I think you know, if, I think certainly my family and my kids. If you know, if they are successful, whatever success means in their minds, you know, then I think you know, if I've helped them get there, that's that would be a big thing. If I've helped people um, develop themselves in the you know in a work context, you know. Um, one of the great things again that I've seen over the years is people coming in and developing themselves taking on more responsibility and really you know really embracing it and really growing as a result of it and you know progressing their career and getting a big sense of satisfaction that's the sort of stuff that I that I like so if I'm if I can help people and I do things like you know mentoring people and um yeah. you know various other things so if I can help people with that that's a uh, that would be a good legacy.
0: Amazing, perfect. So sounds like you've got a lot on your plate at the moment you're nine months in so things are really exciting but what are you most excited about this year
2: well that's a good question um i think from a work point of view you talking
0: in general both. in general
2: Personally. well i'll tell you what i'm most in, excited about from a professional point of view first <laughs> so i think it, it's the journey that we're on at um at the very group so yeah. You know, it's a great business or it was. It's very, very good business and we're mm. gonna make it a great business. And and what I mean by that is we've got this big agile transformation going yeah. on. We've got some really uh, interesting tech around the piece so we just built this new warehouse in the East Midlands which is going to go live uh, in the next couple of months okay. um, that's got it's the biggest of its kind in the UK it's got mm. automated kind of robotic AI driven robots cool. picking stuff off shelves Brilliant. Um so some really clever technology there mm. a lot of AI um, and automation uh, and I think what I'm excited about is just really driving improvements and, dr- and really moving the company forward so being much more agile Uh, be much more customer obsessed Mm. and that's all part of it and then from a personal point of view Mm. I can't wait until uh, July so off to South America so going to Peru going to Galapagos going to Ecuador uh, and that's just like Machu Picchu and all this it's going to be Lake Titicaca It's it's going to be amazing oh my
0: god how many weeks have you got off
2: uh, three weeks. Three
0: weeks. That's This is one of my biggest is passions,
2: in case you can't tell, some... travel. Yeah. <laughs> is
1: that with the, whole, the whole family? Yeah, 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 we're, yeah, we're all off. Yeah. How old are the kids um, now?
2: Uh, so uh, my daughter's 20 and have got twin boys who were 18.
0: Oh, right, great. Oh, my God, you're going to have such a great time then, all of you together.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. That
0: sounds like a brilliant trip amazing well yeah no me too it's making me think i need to get a holiday book so um thank you so much andy for coming on today it was um great and brilliant to hear all about your story if listeners do want to get in touch um regarding anything you've mentioned today are they right to reach out to you on linkedin or twitter yeah of
2: course yeah yeah absolutely and thanks for inviting me It's, uh, it's been great talking to you
0: Brilliant. Thank you. It's nice to see you again after all these years. As yeah, well. you too. You too, Sandra. And we'll let you run off oh. to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.